You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Actual frost. Frost on the grass around my home this morning. It is cold. But you know what that means. It means that the sports is it's really heating up. So we're going to do what we do every Saturday. What you love. What Kid I love. Frost. What everyone loves. And that, of course, 1030. You can, I don't even need to tell you. You know what it is. What is, what is it? Come on. Stump Rothenberg. That's exact. You're right. That's exactly what it is. And then at uh, 11.15, we do the frenzy. Exactly right. So we're going to do all the things that we do on a normal, typical Saturday. We're going to be interactive. Get to your calls. 1-800-919-3776. Uh, I don't know. If you watched it, if you listened to it, I would imagine most people at least consumed some of it. The K-Show 20th really was, it was a special afternoon, night for that show. And I wish them tremendous congratulations, despite the differences we've had over the years. And uh, I thought that the event was just, it really was top-notch. It really was. So, you know, we joke around here. uh, Everything is fun and games, but it was terrific. Joe Leo even went. Of course, Harvey didn't go, but Harvey tends to show up for work, and Joe Leo not always. So, you know what? There's some yin and some yang here with both of these guys. But it really, it was it was well-planned. It was well-executed. Um, Carlin and I did a little roast toast I thought went over very well. Rick was, like, shot out of a cannon. He did something. That went well. Uh, Chris Russo, the Mad Dog, was there. He did, like, a sit-down interview with the guys. It just, it went really well. And 20 years, you know, I, I know you know. But not everyone is like ha- has insight into the industry. Twenty years to do a show in this industry is a very long time, a very long time. So, uh, really, a tremendous congratulations to to Michael and Don, and I, I guess it's fair to say lesser to Peter because he's a, a newbie on the show. But he's been there what like six or seven years now, and he's certainly a staple. So uh, it was a great event, uh, and also by the way, the fans showed out in full force. In full force. I mean, hundreds, really thousands of fans. It was a terrific event. Uh, Took a ton of photos, signed some autographs. You know, it's funny. uh, I left it like right right when it was ending, I left. Right? I guess they went out for, for, you know, after hours kind of an event. I I did not. I had to get home. I'm tired. I'm up. I had a show today. Right? All those things. Trying to leave must have taken, Rick and I were trying to get out together, must have taken 20 minutes just to get out because so many people stopped us. Oh, love you guys. Love the show. Can we take a picture, sign an autograph? So uh, it was special, and it's great to make that connection. So I- I'm hoping you feel it every Saturday that we do this together because it's not me. If it's just me, it doesn't work. It's me and you, right? I'm I'm the mouthpiece of the show, but you guys certainly are a huge piece as well. Hopefully you feel it every Saturday, but then there's nights that you go out and you kind of in- meet and interact, and it's it's really, really special. So thanks for everyone for coming out yesterday. Congratulations to the guys again. And uh, it, it kind of reaffirms why we do what it is that we do. 1-800-919-3776. So Knicks last night, I mean, you lose in Golden State. Right? Oh, okay. I'm not going to destroy that. You lose in Golden State. Golden State, a, a, well, I guess they're not a great team at this moment, but they're a very good home team at this moment. So they win. 
again, I watched that game. It, it, whatever. It doesn't, doesn't bother me. You beat Utah. You beat Denver. So you lose in Golden State. Fine. Now you play Phoenix tomorrow and then Oklahoma City. And you've already, no matter what happens, you'd like to at least beat OKC. No matter what happens from this moment forward, though, you, I think it's fair to say you've had a successful road trip. Don't want to lose to OKC, but you've had a successful road trip. All right. So that, that's for starters there. Uh, the one thing, and we can get into it a little bit later. I don't want to really jump off this uh, during the show. The one thing that upsets me a little bit, a little bit, is R.J. Barrett. Like, it it almost looks like, remember when I was like, I, I can't trade him for Donovan Mitchell because I think he could be, maybe he's going to be a superstar, maybe he's going to be a star, maybe he's going to be, you know, an inch away from being a star. I don't know if it's me or you guys agree to this. It It almost feels like he's regressed, doesn't it? Like, R.J. Barrett is not even the player he was last year. And I know that he's under the weather now. And I know that he has had good games this year. But, I mean, a couple things. Firstly, he, he can't shoot the basketball. Right? Like, like he, he sets up for a three and he's, he's not going to make it. Like, odds are he's not going to make it. He's just, he's not a very good shooter. And he doesn't, I don't know, whatever it is that you watch a player and say, God, that guy's a star, that guy's a super, whatever the word is. Whatever the view is, whatever the phrase is, whatever that that just eye test is, it it doesn't feel like he has it now, does it? And it felt like he was walking up to that, and it feels like he's kind of going in the wrong direction. So uh, that that's what I gained from last night. Not not the not the loss, really. I mean, the loss doesn't bother me. I mean, you're five hundred. Uh, Golden State at home is a good team, so if, it, whatever. But this R.J. Barrett thing it makes me kind of pay closer attention because I think there is a little bit a little bit not a ton not that he's bad but a little bit of concern so that's that's the the Knicks angle for me at least today and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later in the show um what else what else is there uh Aaron Judge MVP it's, it's a nice story right it's a nice story we knew he was gonna win it wasn't unanimous I think that's listen I didn't expect it to be unanimous I'm actually somewhat surprised that that only two votes went to Otani. I thought he would probably get more. He didn't. Judge deserves everything he gets. He's just elite. He really he's sensational, and every penny he gets, he deserves. Now, I I assume he's going to stay with the Yankees. We'll see. I hope it happens sooner than later. I mean, I, at some point, I wonder if you're the Yankees because you need to make other plans and get other th- other things done. What happens if if your Plan Bs start to fly off the table? Right. I I don't know what their Plan B is, but what happens if you know, Trey Turner or Carlos Correa, these these guys start to start to sign elsewhere. And you're the Yankees. I'm actually wondering, and, and I don't know, maybe it's not the right tack, but I'm actually wondering if you make him just that offer now and say, all right, Aaron, 8-320 is on the table. Today's Saturday. You have until Tuesday at midnight. Like, like because you need you need an answer. Because you need to, and again, you put yourself in this position if you're the Yankees, but you need to finalize the deal one way or the other so you can know if you're moving forward with him or moving forward without him. So that would be my take on Judge. But he re- And that's, that's the big dangling piece over the Yankees this offseason. Is Aaron Judge going to be back or not? And then I, I guess, you know, on top of that as well, if he's back, I think I think it's fair to say you're not winning with it just with Aaron Judge, right? Like you weren't close to winning. Now I I guess that if you're a fan of the Yankees, your hope is that Justin Verlander 
leaves. And I don't know, maybe the Yankees make a play for Justin Verlander. Right? It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But here's the thing. They lose Garrett Cole. They're still great. They lose Carlos Correa. They're still great. You're telling me if they lose Justin Verlander that they still won't be great? There, there you go. There you go. Therein lies the issue. Is that until, I think until I see otherwise in my mind, Houston's just unequivocally better than the Yankees. They're just better than the Yankees. So that's the Yankees' take. We can we can certainly do a little conversation with that and take the calls on Aaron Judge. But I, I think, I mean, listen, we are November 19th. All right, we are a few days away from Thanksgiving, which, by the way, I, and I don't know if, you, if you're a Giants fan and you feel like this, I am miserable, absolutely miserable that the Giants are playing on Thanksgiving. Because here's the thing. All right, I love Thanksgiving. The holiday, not the football portion of it. I love Thanksgiving. I love it. It's, I, get, I get people that I mostly like. Tomorrow will be all people I like, right? It, it's food, which I can't get enough of. It's football, which typically doesn't stress me because my team is not involved. And now tomorrow, it would be bad enough if the Giants played the early game in Detroit at 1230. But now tomorrow, or, or Thursday, I, I have the Giants at 4.30. I, it's, it's, a, it's awful for me because now you can't eat, at least I can't, and if I can't, it makes other people unhappy from like 4.15 till 8, and my expectation is they're not going to win that game. So that's going to almost ruin Thanksgiving, and I'm not going to be heartbroken, but I'm going to be intense in watching the game and not focused on food and not focused on guests and not focused on on all the accoutrements that come along with the day. So to, I don't know if, you, if you're a Giants fan and you feel like this. I am so upset the Giants are playing on Thanksgiving. And I don't remember the last time they played on Thanksgiving. It might be like, I, I think they played on Thanksgiving in, in the 90s down in Dallas when Dave Brown was the quarterback, but a long, long time ago. But they're back at it this Thursday. But think about where we are. The Giants are 7-2. and two. The Jets are 6-3, and three, both with enormous games. But I think it's fair to say the Jets have. This game, to me, for the Jets is a, listen, this is going to be a successful season regardless because I think you know that you're now legitimate, right? Your defense is legit. You've got playmakers on offense. I think the one question mark is the quarterback. But regardless of that, I would say this, and I, and I think this is definitive. I think the Jets are better than New England, okay? I do. I think that talent-wise, up and down the roster, the Jets are definitively a more talented team than the Patriots. The question now is, can you actually win the game? See, I don't know that they can because I don't know that they're there yet and you have to, to slay the Dragon, which is not even New England. It's Bill Belichick. They haven't won in New England in a long time. It's time. Now, I heard Greeny yesterday, and he's right. He is. He said that, that this season was about getting better and taking that next step, and all those things have been done. But here's the thing. You never know what next year is going to bring. You never know who's going to be worse or who's going to be better or who's going to be hurt. Staring you right in the face, right in the face. Nobody thought Buffalo would be 6-3 and three at this point. And is Buffalo a better team than the Jets? Yeah, I think they are. I think they are. But you know what? It's staring you in the face. Right in the face. What is first place in this division? 
a real path to get into the postseason, a real chance to have a home playoff game. Does it happen? I don't know. But you know what? Step one, tomorrow. This is, and we said it a couple weeks ago, when the Jets had the Patriots the first time, and they squandered that game. And I know that some of you, oh, the officiating was so bad. Yeah, yeah, you had that game. All right? You had that game. And I'm sorry, I thought that was a personal foul and a roughing the passer and then negated the touchdown, and now you lose it. And you still had chances, but your quarterback was garbage in that game. And another thing. All right, Robert Sala, why, why are you guys so focused on just the three or four plays? If you get intercepted three times and they're horrendous throws, what do you think we're going to focus on? The incompletions in the third quarter? The, the garbage time that where you got yourself to close to 300 yards? Like, what should we focus on when, in fact, your quarterback, you know what's the bed during that game? And that's what he did. So you know the recipe. You know the formula. Run the football. Play good defense. Let him make some plays, but don't let him go wild and win this game. Because if you win this game, A, you have a real chance to win this division, and B, you're getting in. This is the I, – I, since I don't know when, maybe since the, the 2011 AFC Championship game, maybe since that Bills game in 2015 up in Buffalo to, to get in with Rex Ryan. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the last time the Jets had a game this important. Now, I think what's going to happen is that's going to be a phrase you can use a lot, right? Because we said it two weeks ago or three weeks ago against New England the first time. This is a huge game. It, it is and it was. This is bigger. This is bigger. A, you lost that game to them the first time. B, you lose to them this time. You now can't beat them in a tiebreaker. C, every road game you have from this point, oh, every, every division game you have from this point forward is on the road. It's time. Go out there and win this game. So we lead off with the Jets, who have just a, a enormous football game tomorrow. And the Giants is not much behind that. 1-800-919-3776. There's a lot for us to do. So much that three hours might not be enough. Good thing for you. Anita Marks comes your way at noon. It's Rothenberg Solo on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. I think, I think you could give me a minute, right? I think I can give you a minute. You gave everyone in the crowd yesterday 40, I think. Or I don't think it was 40. It was cl- It was... It was supposed to be 20. It definitely went over because so, we didn't get the stump yesterday. So you guys definitely filled. Well, the, there was concern we wouldn't be able to go long enough. And I thought we, you know, what? and I'm not worried about time. You know, when you when you receive an Oscar and you're up there in front of the whole world to see if they want you off, they play the music. I didn't hear the music. Thus, we continued until we were done with our material. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. I mean, I was looking right at all management. They could have given me, like, all right, wrap it up, sign. They didn't do it. They were enjoying it. So now after the fact, I don't want to hear that we went too long. I, guess, well, I don't think you guys went too long, but, I mean, to put it on John Winthrop and Ryan Hurley, they could have done a better job than just text Michael, wrap it up. They text Michael, wrap it up? Yes, they did. What Really? Uh, that's what I... Uh, well, why would they text Michael wrap it up? I don't know. How could Michael wrap it up? Well, would I, they I, want Michael to take the microphones from us and say, all right, it's done? You know what, Julio? You're a bad guy. Why, why do you say that? 
Because you're you're not sitting here telling me that you did a good job. I, you're sitting here telling me it just the first thing out of your mouth. Oh, went very it went very long. It didn't go very long. I I think everybody did a really good job. I thought I was nervous for you because I wanted you to do well and not fall Why on your face. Why were you nervous face. for me? Because I didn't want you to fall on your face. I didn't want the jokes to not land. Did I, you think at all there was even a moment where I fell on my face? No. Okay. But, you know, I, as a friend of yours, I'm nervous. So, I, I and I want you to do well. However, I do think Carlin had the best joke of the night. Listen, that's great. He had, a, he had a very good joke. He's a very funny man, and he deserves all the credit in the world. I thought as a duo, we were excellent. I thought Chris was good. I thought I was good. We distanced ourselves from Rick because we didn't know what he was going to do, if he was going to be appropriate. He was appropriate enough, and he did well, and it was tremendous success. Now I have a question for you, Dave. Mm -hmm. With your success last night, are you and Carlin open for bar mitzvahs and birthday parties and stuff like that? Can we get that you for Harvey's birthday next year? Harvey, I know you like to run point on your own birthday, so let me, let me tell you this before we get to any phone calls. If you sit down with yourself and decide after you've purchased the cake and the gifts that you then wear and spend on your, your own dime and say, listen, I have a little extra money. I'd like to hire maybe the guys to come and, and roast me or, or toast me or you know, come to my home and speak nicely of me, make the offer. That's all I'm saying. Make the offer, okay? Yeah, after tense negotiations with myself and I, um, yeah, I'm sure we could find something in the in the the piggy bank, for for go. one night only. Ab absolutely, it'd I mean, be a great Joe, time. If they, Joe, if there are people out there that are looking for us to roast or perform at the bar mitzvah, absolutely for the right price, we're willing to do that. I can't speak for Chris. I'm willing to do that. Absolutely. Do you have an event you'd like me to uh, to MC? Right now, no. But if uh, if uh, if I if one comes up, I know I know where to get you. You certainly do. All right, let's let's get to some of the calls because there people are all lined up. There's so much to do, and I, I don't want to point you in a specific direction. Like to me, the Jets and the Giants are the story. But if you need to get into Judge, if you need to get into the Knicks, that's that's fine as well. One hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I could go anywhere. But I choose to start with the voice of God, and that, of course, is Marv in the Bronx. Good morning, Marv. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Dave, don't be mad at me, all right? Why would I, I was be mad there, at you? I was there last night. You're dead to me. What You were no, there? No, no, you didn't, you day, day, day. I was there. No, this no, no. You were there and no, you didn't find me? Happened. No, this is what happened, all right? You know I retired from the MTA. And when you retire from the MTA, you have parking privileges to park at in any MTA property. So I left my car at the bus depot. And then I looked at my watch. I realized at 8 o'clock, they start moving the buses and, and they will tow your car. So I saw you on stage, you're handsome with the jacket on. They said, there's your man. I said, that's my man, DR. I'll get a chance to talk to him. Then I looked at my wife. I said, uh-oh, they're bringing a brain. So I had to get out of there. Oh. And I apologize. It's the second time I miss you. But you know you're my man. Yeah, but you know what, Marv? You break my heart because we, we, we were in the same room. And we could have we could have yeah, chatted. And, and I was all excited to meet you. Oh. I mean, I talked to I talked to LaGreca, I talked to Michael, I got my a photo I took in Iraq and I said, Oh, I'm gonna to get to meet my man, the main man and one guy called me a legendary caller because he Yeah, you're he a big deal, Marv. This show, yeah, without you this show I'm, is you don't think is, I was is nothing. disappointed? I'm very disappointed. I don't want to see my car towed out of the depot. Well, listen, you, you know, you can get another car. How many chances do you have to meet me? We were in the same venue. We were feet away from each other. We we are going to have lunch next year together. 
Yeah, I don't yeah, see that You happening. pick the spot, and I'll pay for it. Oh, I'm, I'm very upset. All right, well, regardless. I'm upset, what, too. Uh, no, not as upset as I am. Oh, come on, David. Why didn't you? Okay, me, l- let me throw this out for you, then. Why didn't you move your car to a legal spot and come back and meet me? No, 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 no. no you're right, but okay. the t- time was running. I had to go down 42nd Street and 12th Avenue. I understand, yep. but you and, get and, there. And you I get there. there. They were moving the buses. All right, in, all right, Marv. You're an excuse maker. I'm a problem solver. You're an excuse maker. It's fine. I'm heartbroken. It's fine. What do you What do you got? What do you got? Yeah. Don't worry about the Giants. They're going to win tomorrow, and they're going to win on Thanksgiving. Marv, Marv, can I tell you? Can I tell you this? Can I tell you this? Let me tell. If the Giants win tomorrow, and yeah. win on Thanksgiving, you will have the happiest version of me to ever walk the face of the planet. I would be so happy that I would do a full show in song. It would be, I would do the full, in a full show in like La La Land, the movie. I would be so happy. Let, let me tell you this, Dave. Think about Thanksgiving. It's, there's also, when I think about it, I think about the LT interception. He ran 98 yards on Thanksgiving Day. So it's always a good memory about Thanksgiving, right? And I promise you, you, I will meet you, and we will, and and I will get an autograph, and I take a picture with you. And I felt so bad, and my wife will tell you because she, my wife will tell you, I do not start my day on Saturday until I talk to you. Well, I, I love you, and I'm a little upset with you, and I appreciate the phone call. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. By the way, I say Thanksgiving the Giants. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like it. One, and I, this, you know, when you're like. 8, 10, 12 years old, and, like, these these moments happen in sports that make you just, your, your eyes become wide, and you're just like, wow. Wow. Like, I had that. Thanksgiving Day, 1982, and I know those of you that are old enough and Giants fans, I know if Don was listening, he would know exactly what I'm talking about. Thanksgiving Day, 1982, Lawrence Taylor gave maybe one of the virtuoso performances of his career. Like, he almost single-handedly led the Giants to a win in Detroit that day. Right, caused a fumble, and he was hurt. He couldn't even start the game. Came off the bench, wreaked havoc. Had a, a sack, which is I- insanely famous. Where I think he, because I think Gary Danielson replaced Eric Hipple in that game, I believe. And there's a sack, and I don't remember who he sacked because I don't know what point the, the, the. But it was probably Hipple, but I'm not sure. Where he he beat the offensive lineman and grabbed Hipple with one hand and threw him down, and like the jersey broke free. Like it's wild. And then he, Detroit's going in. I think Detroit was up 10-6 at the time, going in for a touchdown. And they throw this kind of out route to the running back. LT jumps and takes it 97 yards back the other, other way for a touchdown. That was, to me, like that. And I, I must have loved him before because I think I went as him for Halloween the year prior. But that, to me, was like that, that coming out moment of like, oh, my, this guy, I can't believe what he's able to do. And that, like, when you, re- like, you really fall in love with a player, that was that for me. 1 800 919 3776. So, you know what we're going to do? And I love it because th- we have, a, a, like, a smorgasbord of calls, like a, a, a cornucopia, right? We got people on the Knicks, on the Giants, on the K Show 20th, on, on everything. We're going to take you all today. We're not, I'm not going to pigeonhole you until we get to the frenzy, obviously. I'm not going to pigeonhole you and what you have to get into. It's, it's kind of wide open, there's a lot to do. Uh, it's a huge football weekend here in New York. The, 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 another thing that I don't like, and I think you'd agree with this, I hate that the Jets and Giants play at the same time. I hate it. Right? I, obviously, I'm going to focus on the Giants. I'll, I'll keep an eye on the Jets. Obviously, I'm going to focus on the Giants. But I want to watch the Jets. It's a big Jets game. 
And I think if you're a Jets fan, you feel the same way, right? You're focused on the Jets as you should be, but you want to know what's happening and, and keep an eye on the Giants. It's hard to do. So I wish, because now both teams are good enough, I wish they would split them up more. Like, because when I was a kid, it was always one played at one and one played at four. They never played at the same time. Well, maybe we can get back to that. 1-800-919-3776. We'll go anywhere you want. Rothenberg with you solo on the Saturday morning right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. I feel like I've been doing a lot of talking so far today, and I think I'd like to, you know, let you guys do some of the talking as well. So 1-800-919-3776. Let's get to some of these calls. Uh, let's go to Yov in Israel. Yov, hey, buddy. How you doing? You're next up on 98.7. Good morning, David. How are you doing this Saturday? I'm good. Yov, I got to tell you, it is cold in New York now. Cold. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They saw that the snow in Buffalo, it's really it's well, we're, that, you know, where we are, which is hours and hours south and, and east of Buffalo, it's not Yeah, it's of not course. It's like, it's, it's like... Uh, not... But I took the dogs out this morning, yo. 29 degrees. Oh, my God. Yep. You must be freezing. It's Well, listen, I'm, I, I'm okay. I can handle the cold weather, but it's, it's cold. Yeah. My father w- once lived in New York, so he told me it was so cold, he, he was crying. So yeah, I know New York is very cold. That, what's the, what's that the time temperature the where you are in Israel right now? It's got it's got to be pretty nice, right? Uh, I can't tell you in Fahrenheit. I probably can't tell you in uh, Celsius. It's probably like fifteen Celsius. Sixteen. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how it breaks down. I'm sure Joe Leo could look it up. What fifteen degrees Celsius equates to in Fahrenheit? But all right, yo, what do you got today? I know it's going to be Giants with you. What do you got? So, First of all, I'm I'm very upset I couldn't make it to the Michael K. Twenty anniversary Yo, anniversary show. Yeah, I know that's the, that's the bum part about this that I can't go to all these all the radio events that you guys have, and I'm really bad about it. I hope I can make it to the Friday May I fly in. But about the Giants, Dave, I'm really I'm really worried about this game. I really think this is the most important game of the season because if you look down ahead to the schedule that the Giants remaining, I don't see very winnable game down the road. Like we all talk Yo, about, you, I, I, mean, listen, is a I understand that you're nervous about this game. I get it. But why are you like life and death with this one? I mean, look what they've done. Did you think they were going to beat Tennessee? Because, because did, I, I mean, saw, Yo, really, I saw did you Washington think they were going to beat Tennessee? Pick. No. Did you think they were going to beat Green Bay? No. no. Did you think they were going to beat Baltimore? No. no. So they're winning all these games you never no. expected them to win. And now you're calling me they're seven and two and you're all negative about it? I'm not negative. I'm not negative, and I, I, I always, I also call you, and I told you that if they win Detroit, Seattle, Jacksonville, and uh, Houston, they would probably win the division. And they lost to Seattle, and that loss still haunts me. I think, and nah, I think that I, what, I, a the, couple things, yo, it, it shouldn't haunt you. It really shouldn't, because Seattle is better than we expected, it, and they're tough at home. And yeah. I don't think that's a bad loss at all. Yeah. And secondly, even if they won that game, they're not winning this division. So. I think you have to get somewhere in the middle, have a meeting of the minds. This team is uh, – if, if they win two games, they're going to get in, I think. Nine in the NFC is going to get you in. That's for starters. And secondly, but let's you, say, you're not winning the division, yo. It's not happening. I know, I know, Dave. But let's say they lose to Detroit in Sunday. What's happened then? You have seven wins. You got Washington twice. You got Philly twice. You got Dallas. You got Indianapolis and Minnesota. I, I, I have a hard time seeing him really picking two t- two wins in those oh, you, games. You, you, because can't, you can't beat Washington once, Yov? 
I don't know, Dave. They're really good. They get Chase Young back. So then, then you don't deserve to go. If you, you you have what? You have eight games left. If you can't go two and six or three and five, you don't deserve to go. And again, this was not the season. You might, that you might be right the on this, but I, but I still never. You might buy, you might try it on this, but I still nervous on this one because if we win, if we win Sunday, we have eight wins, so we need one more win to get in. You know what I'm what I'm saying? So if you win Sunday, I all I, I I only need one win from the rest of the season. So it's really important game because I think Detroit is the last powerful team on this on this Giants upcoming schedule. Uh I think that, the, listen, Washington games are winnable. Thanks for the call. I, I know Washington played well on, on Monday, but that, that's a winnable game. That's not a game that the Giants can't win, one of those two. You don't think they can beat Indianapolis? Indianapolis is, is very mediocre. They can win tomorrow. I don't expect them to win a Philly game. I don't expect them to win a Minnesota game. But again, I, I really I think nine's going to get you in. The NFC stinks. It's bad. Yeah, I mean, one team and one team only from the north, right? One team and one team only from the south. I think the Niners get in. I think Seattle has a chance, and that's it from the west. And then you have the east, who has right now maybe four teams that have a real chance. So there's, what, three wild cards. One division has a chance at, at one. And then you think that the other two are going to come from the NFC East, probably. There's no reason the Giants don't get in, even if they lose tomorrow. And again, I don't think that's out of the realm. I, I, I think Detroit is a decent football team. Their offense is good. But I don't know why. Like, the Giants, to their credit, have answered the bell every single time. The, they're nine games in. Have they laid an egg this year? Have the Giants played a game where you're like, well, oof, they were brutal. Brutal. I don't think so. Right? I mean, what, what have they done? They lost in Seattle. They were tied in the fourth quarter. They lost at home to Dallas. They led in the fourth quarter. So I, I haven't watched them one time and thought, oh, boy, that, that's, they, they laid an egg in that one. Like the Giants are, I mean, for, for what they are and what they have, they're pretty good football. Th- like, they are getting, you know, you know like, whether you have a kid or, or it's a team root for or whatever it is and there's, there's so much talent. Like, my big thing with my kids is just just give me as much as you have. Like, whatever it is. You know, if you're capable of a, of a 100 and an A, then go after the 100 and the A. If, if, if I really believe that you're the best you could possibly do is a 90, then give me the 90. If it's an 85, then do everything you can to get me the 85. If you get a C, I tell them this all the time. You get a C, and I believe, and you know in your heart that you've done as much as you possibly can, then then you should be proud of that C because that's the best effort that you have. Well, you know, when I look at the Giants this year, this is the, they, they are the best version of what they could possibly be. And I, we were at dinner last night. By the way, what a, what a dinner on the DPHR and Rothenberg show. What a dinner before the K-Show. I mean, we, we ate, we drank. It was, it was a wonderful night. A wonderful night. Rick's father-in-law was there. None of you guys remember Nuno Teixeira, Greeny's current producer on the national stage. He was there. It was a terrific dinner. But I was talking to, to Rick's father-in-law, and he's like, you know, the Giants 7-2, and two, and the you know, defense is really talented. I was like, eh, really talented? I don't know about that. They certainly have some players. 
But this Giants team is not great. This Giants team is getting everything they possibly can out of what they have, which as a fan is terrific. It's, it makes you feel so good. And not only that, when you think about the future and what's next, what happens? And I've said this uh, numerous times. What happens when Shane and Dable actually get the guys they want in place? What happens when you can hold on to the James Bradberries because you're not financially strapped? What happens when you're not reliant on, on Kenny Galladay and you're not playing David Sills and some guy by the name of Hodges is not involved in every week's game plan? Then what happens? What happens when you can put the team that you want on the field? The future is very, very, you got to be very excited as a Giants fan. Jesse in West New York. Good morning, Jess. You're on 98.7. What's up, Dave? Shout out to the company. So my wife tells me yesterday, remember Sunday's Friendsgiving. I said, yeah, as long as I can watch the Giants game. She looks at me like I have three heads. So... I really want to watch the game. Well, hang on a minute. You uh, you have a you have a commitment tomorrow that is not involved in watching the Giants. She did it without me. Who is this? I wasn't she? even originally your girlfriend. Invited. Your wife? Who is this woman? Wife. She's my wife. No, and Jesse, I told her. The, 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 so football wait a she, is a tr- Thanksgiving tradition. Yes. You you know what? Here's the thing. You'll go if you can watch the game. Are you hosting it or are you going somewhere? No, going somewhere. All right. So, do you, you obviously you know the people's house you're going to, right? Yeah. Are you friends with the with the the husband? I mean, I've only met them a couple times. Oh, you don't really know them. Well, this is yeah. I, and I'm being sincere, and this is not like fodder for radio or Rotham or crazy or anything like that. It's it's a football Sunday. You've agreed to go. You're happy to go. Part of the parameters for you to attend is the the, the game, whatever game you want to be on has to be on. So you need to tell your wife that, that she relays that message. And Jesse, I'm sorry. And I mean this sincerely. If it, if it doesn't take place like that, then you have to bow out. You can't go. But I told her. You can't go. And I don't want you to cave on this one. Okay. All right? I'll do my best, Dave. No, see, no Jesse, it's not good enough. It's not I'm going to do my best. It's it's you. I want you to repeat after me. I will not go unless the football games are on. I will not go unless the football games are on. You want me to talk to your wife? Both games. I want to see Jets and Giants. Well, you know what? Then make sure two TVs are on. Are you want me to talk to your wife? <laughs> she's she's not around right now. If you want to call back, I'm on. I'm here till noon. If you want to call back later, we'll we'll get you on, and I'll talk to her, and I'll tell her why it's important, and I'll 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 defend you. And if you want to send me a gift or something, that's fine. But you don't have to. You want to do that? I'm here. Oh, that would be beautiful. That would right. be beautiful. Jesse, if you need that, I'm here for you. I mean, that, that's that's horrendous, and thanks for the call. Can you imagine that? Will you go to a Friendsgiving with me on, on the Sunday before Thanksgiving? Of course, sweetie. I'd love to. Great. You commit, and then it's like, just, of course, I need the games to be on. Oh, no, no. The games won't be on. Wait, what? Are you kidding me? 1-800-919-3776. I mean, I, I have. Now, you know, should I tell you? I'll tell you later. I'm not even going to tell you now. I have a dilemma tomorrow, and of course, I'm, I'm choosing the football. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. It is a it is a big big football weekend here in New York. We have that conversation and continue along on ninety eight seven ESPN. 
You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. And then what do we, we have Gordon Damer. And then did I see is Ty Butler is on tonight too? Well, that's, that's a day. That's a day filled with sports talk, huh? Anita from 12 to 3, Gordon from 3 to 6. And then, of course, they give Ty the, the anchor of the, of the day, huh? Four hours, 6 to 10. That's, that's quite the show. It's quite the day. So, so really, this is the only place you need to have it locked in. And then it leads into the Rangers. It's, uh, it's almost like the perfect sports day on 98.7 ESPN. Now, this season, as you well know, marks the 50th anniversary of New York Islanders hockey. To help celebrate, we're giving away tickets to the November 26th matchup against the Flyers at UBS Arena. To enter, download the free ESPN New York app. Scroll down to contest and submit your entry. Brought to you by the New York Islanders. Join in on the fun this season by grabbing your tickets at NewYorkIslanders.com. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. 1-800-919-3776. Let's get back to these calls. They're all lined up, and I don't want to miss anybody. Let's go to Lonnie in Harlem. Hi, Lonnie. You're on 98.7. What's up, buddy? Good morning, Cousin Dave. How are you? Oh, and now. I'm all right. Now, listen, you know I got some smoke for you right now. Why? I got some smoke for Joe Leo, too. I don't understand oh, how Joe Leo was in the crowd, Mr. Uh, 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 what is the witness protection program guy over there. He's actually out, <clears throat> and he doesn't come up to the company and say, what's up to us? Now, Dave, you, on the other hand, you literally told Wes on the phone, the man who flew in from Florida, to seek you out and find you. We didn't have the opportunity to do that. You was oh, on stage true. and then you was gone. That's not that that's is not true, true, Dave. I understand. Lonnie, I it's not true. Lonnie, I stayed for an extra half hour taking pictures and talking to people. So why, why, like you knew exactly where we was, Dave? I'm pretty sure you heard us. We was like the loudest people in there. The I company, love Lonnie, we were there. Lonnie, I'm not looking to fight with you. You know, I love you guys. I was there. I you could, I can have 50 people call right now and say that they they. They met I us. Understand we stood, you we stood in the there, lobby. Dave. Lonnie, we stood in the lobby taking pictures and talking to people for 30 minutes after the show. Nobody. See, we didn't know that. I don't want to sit here and blame you, but, like, I, I just feel for them. Like, I feel for Anthony. Anthony, you know, Anthony of the company. He, Rick is his idol. Like, this man, he literally came all Lonnie, the way I'll tell you, from, you, I'll you, know, tell you what's going to happen. Jersey, sure. All right. i tell you what's going to happen, okay? I promise. And then Wes came all the way from Florida. Well, listen, Dave, I, feel, so like, I, I, on, I love like, Wes, and I wanted to meet Wes. But how would I? How, let me ask you this as well. How would I know Wes? Like, if Wes was sitting on my lap, I wouldn't know. He knows who I am. I don't know who he is. He needs oh, like, to find me, like Lonnie. Rick to Michael, like Rick to Michael last night. Yeah, how jealous was you when Rick did that? Let's I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you a promise, okay? And don't be angry at me. You know how I feel about you. All right, I'm gonna make you a promise, and that is, at some point in the not so distant future. We're going our show, DNR, DPHR Rothberg is going to do a show out and about, and you will Please. know, and all the company Please. will be there, and and we will we will hang out and we will take pictures Listen, and we will. Dave, do, all Dave, those do me a favor. Do me a let, favor. Let me ask, let right me ask you this, Lonnie. Let me ask you this now. Do you think I intentionally avoided you last night? No. Okay. Okay. No. So no, then, then, no. then Dave, isn't it kind of unfounded Dave. what you're doing right now? It doesn't seem like it's fair. No. Listen. Listen. I'm not trying to blame you. What I'm trying to say is that I feel for them because they was pretty. They was, you know, a little upset. Like, and I feel for them because I've already met you. I've already met Rick. I met RJ last night. It would have been nice to, to to chop it up with Santiago Six last night, but he was on the stage. But you know, it's just like I feel for them. Like a lot of people came from 
baseball. I this got it, Lonnie. Listen, to, I, I'm I'm know? here for Wes. I'm here. I'm a friend. I'm also, a confidant. Also, Dave, just yes. want to let you know, Dave, you look spectacular yesterday on Thank page. You, the suit, the shoes, you look good. Okay? Thank you. How'd Please I do, by the way? way? Forget about appearance. How, how, how was my talk? Great. Yeah. You did great. You and Colin did great. Uncle Rico did great. It was last night was a bacchanal. I I am listen. I'm still floating on high skies from last night. To be honest Good. With you. Well, I'm glad um, you were there. Great. I I I don't I, I don't think I did anything wrong, but I apologize. We didn't get to hang out, and I didn't get to meet the other other people that you were with, like the the West and yes. the Anthony. Yes, and, 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 and I, nice. I promise you next time. All right, Lonnie. All right. Oh, listen. Also, yeah. I think I'm. I'm not gonna put this out there, but we met Hinky Haynes last night, and I believe he's gonna, he's gonna get down with the company. I, well I too, so. yeah, I chatted with Hinky, and thanks for the call, Lonnie. Have a great weekend. I chatted with Hinky Haynes. He's a, I've met him before. He's a wonderful guy. All right. Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Good morning, Ira. You're next up on 98.7. Hey, Dave. How are you? Hopefully, the next one I'll get to. I'm sorry I missed it. Why but, you were know, you? I, I mean, to... Ira, you're you're a big piece of the case here. Why were you not there last night? You, you know, I told you this a couple of weeks ago. I had a big time swim commitment. Oh, you yesterday. did. I yeah, you did. I couldn't. I couldn't let the kids down. So it, that's it, right. You know, you're 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 a swim mentor, aren't you, Ira? Yes, yes, and um, it's all good. But listen, congratulations on the twentieth. Everybody deserves what they get. Um, listen, I'm on my way up to Foxborough right now, and you know what? I've driven up there so many times and coming home so many miserable times after a loss. It's going to end tomorrow. They are going to get this job done. You know, mano a mano, the Jets have the better team. I, I think uh, Elijah Moore's. Did, did you listen to the start of the show, Ira? I said, player for player, the Jets are clearly, in my mind, the better football team. Right. This is going to come down to if they have a, uh, an answer to Belichick's change after halftime and whether Zach Wilson can play a clean game. And this, this is a stage. And listen, it doesn't propel them into the playoffs. They've got a better chance. It doesn't mean they're going to win a playoff game or go to the Super Bowl. But this, to me, is a playoff game. There's so much riding on this game tomorrow. And every week is going to get bigger and bigger. But it's going to be no bigger than this because of the demons over the last 13 years. Yeah, you, you know, that I was going to say, you know what I was going to say? I was going to say, this to me feels like an exercise the demons game, Ira. Because if you, yes. if you lose this game, it now means you've been swept by a team that, in my mind, is inferior to you. Absolutely. And once again, listen, I don't expect Zach Wilson to go out there and throw 40 passes and 300 yards. Because if he gets to that amount of passes, it just have no chance of winning. But go out there, play efficiently. He's going to have to make plays. Belichick's not going to let them run for 150, 200 yards. He will have to make plays. He has to be smart. He has to protect the ball. And I think the Jets are ready and primed to beat this team finally tomorrow. I, I think I think they are, and, and thanks for the call. And I think they should. I can't say I think they will, but I give them a, a, a real chance to win this game. I mean, this New England team is nothing special. Real, they, like they have a they have a good running game. I think Stevenson's a good back. I think their quarterback is is nothing. Their receivers are 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 nothing special. You know, Judon is a really good player. But, they're, they're, I mean, again, they're no better than you. The, the, the X factors in this game is the coach. They're, I mean, I think, the, I think I feel this way almost every week. Their coach is better than your coach, whether it's Robert Sala or whoever. Like, their coach is just he's at that level. And he always figures out a way. And, and he's at the height of his game when he's going up against young quarterbacks. And this young quarterback has shown that he can struggle.
So if he plays a clean game tomorrow, I think the Jets win this game. 1-800-919-3776. We continue along. Giants, Jets, Knicks, little baseball. You know, the World Cup. The World Cup starts tomorrow. But how about that? What, what time is the game tomorrow? Like 2? Like, could they put the start of the World Cup at a worse time than 2 o'clock on a football Sunday? And I get it. I know in, in Qatar, like, their main concern is not World Cup FIFA, is not, you know, we're going to get in the way of a football Sunday or not. But, like, if they – and I'll watch everything I can tomorrow at 2. 11? You told me 2. You, you guys both said 2. All right, so then I'll keep an eye on it because then it'll be over by 1. That's perfect. All right, there you have it. It's nice. And what is it, Qatar and Ecuador? Did I see a story – that they're trying to pay the Ecuadorian players to, to fall in the game and to lose it on purpose? Now, I have not seen that, but it wouldn't surprise me because there's been so many stories lately about what's going on in Qatar that anything look the, look is— Look that up because you're, so, you're the soccer guy of the show. Appreciate look, look it. Look that up. I, I think I saw that, that the, like $8 million they offered the Ecuadorian players to, uh, to take a knee and to lose this game to uh, Qatar tomorrow. So, all right. Uh, World Cup tomorrow. We're not going to get into a lot of World Cup, but still, Giants, Jets, obviously the Yankees, certainly the Knicks. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Rotham, everybody, right here. Uh, Ninety eight seven ESPN.